Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Say Something Interesting, the follow-up podcast from East Lake Tri-Cities. My name is Brent, and with me, as always, is my friend, Megan. Hello. And uh, she and I co-host this thing. We talk about the uh, message from Sunday, a little bit about life, and uh, all of the things that uh, you need to know heading into a fun summer week. Summer is officially here. School is out. Yes. My kids slept in today all the way until 6 o'clock. Yeah, I was like, what is happening for your kids? (laughs) And but the nice thing was not having to get them off the bus and ready to go at yeah, 15. Yeah. Like it was just kind of a chill morning and it's a good good day. Good yeah. day. Are you uh you're you're done with the after school activity done stuff? Done with after school. I have um twenty days of summer program. Okay. And then when does that start? Right away? Uh it starts on Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. London's doing a a band something or other. Yeah. And that starts Tuesday. So a little little bit of something still. She gets picked up on the bus still, Ooh, which is crazy. Fun. Yeah. So summer bus ride. She's like excited about it. I'm thinking pretty sure that doesn't have AC in that bus. <laughs> Sounds hot to me. It has been cooking here lately. Yes. Uh I played a golf tournament on Thursday and pr- I Ooh, it was had toasty oh, on man, Thursday. It was so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I I literally was I at at night just like sitting out by the fire uh by the fire pit with my wife and I'm feeling my skin and I'm mm-hmm. like I'm like I'm hot like I feel like I have a fever and yeah. I had a headache and all this kind of I just and I chugged water I drank so yeah. much water <laughs> I seriously I was just mm-hmm. pounding water and it still it's just you're out and exposed that much yeah. it just crushes you it does but, we had uh, our final day of program on Thursday and so we had a I got one of the like incentives for my kids was that if we had a certain number of kids reach their attendance goal, then they I would let three kids pie me in the face with like, oh, whipped cream. Nice. And we made it. And of so I got pied in the face. And then we had a water balloon fight. So that was a great way of being outside in the heat. Yeah. With the water and the getting pied. Although I put on a black Did you get some video or pictures of I have some pied? I do have some pictures. Okay. They're not they're on my work phone. Not Are you gonna my... post those on your uh, Instagram feed? <laughs> I mean, we got we got we'll cats, see. but we'll let's see. see some pie photos. <laughs> we'll see. I haven't checked them out yet, so okay. I, that's on the list of this week. Is so one might make it. Um, but yeah, I put on a like trash bag though to protect my clothes, and I thought, oh, why did you do this, Megan? Yeah. Oh <laughs> you yeah. Just put that's on black horrible. plastic in this heat. <laughs> it's a great great weight loss program though, yeah. isn't it? I was like. I am sweating a lot, and <laughs> I've been I'm in literally this, dying under here. I've been in this thing for like thirty seconds. Yeah. So, <laughs> yowzers. Yeah. Uh, not good. I survived. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I remember uh, too. Uh, this was Thursday night. I remember looking on Twitter. This is a funny, just a, a side thing. <laughs> if you follow me on Twitter. You already saw this, and the joke's already been made. But I'm assuming that some of you, most of you, probably don't, because all I do on Twitter is all just sports stuff. <laughs> Just for its commentary. It's my outlet for that kind of thing. Anyways, uh, and nothing political ever, I promise. Um, and it's usually humor. Humor in sports is what it is. Mm-hmm. So did you, you're a Mariners fan with me. Yes, I am. We are both big Mariners fans. You know that Mitch Haniger is on the, the DL. Yes, I had, yes, I did know Do that. you know why he's on the DL? Don't remember, no. Okay. Because he had a foul ball from his own swing come off oh. and ruptured his testicle. Oh, Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> That'll put you on the DL. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how are you? Hey, how are you not wearing a cup? That's what I was first yeah. thinking. And then, but maybe he was. And I don't. 
I don't know how all that works. I know they're throwing honey. I, I know they're throwing heat, and I've never seen a th- you know a ninety nine mile an hour fastball yeah. coming at my face before. Yeah. Um, well, and then it hits the bat, and then ricochets. And then it and, could go anywhere. Yeah, I yeah. get that, but lordy, lordy, I Poor and guy. I basically I said that this essentially is summing up the two thousand nineteen Mariners season <laughs> in a in parentheses broken nutshell yeah. is what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so our prayer T's and P's, heavy T's and P's going out to uh, thoughts prayers going out to Mitch Hanniger and the ruptured <laughs> testicle. Cannot imagine. Poor guy. Uh, I don't think he has kids yet either. Oh, oh really? Oh yeah. man. <laughs> His wife is just Maybe he does. I mean, maybe mistaken. Either that or he just saved a lot of money on yeah. his vasectomy process. Doesn't have to do that anymore. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah, that's not that's how That's a horrible injury. H- horrible. Horrible. And, like, like, and it has to be public. Like yes. we have to like be able to be like the whole world has to know yeah. about it. You can't say like upper leg injury. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. No. Bad deal. And you're just, watching it and you're, you kind of feel bad because you're I like, didn't watch it in baseball, I feel like everybody just gets injured for like the stupidest darn things. And I know it's a tough sport, like the the wear and tear of playing nightly and all that kind of stuff. It's always like oblique strain and they're out for like six weeks. And you're like, come on. I mean, get over it, whatever. You know, but with that one, I, there's like a lot of grace there for that. I'm like, yeah, you take as long as you need. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you in 2020. Don't come back for this. I mean, we're 19 games below 500, so yeah. whatever, yeah. whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, but uh, anyways, That's a tough one. that is a tough one. That's a tough blow, as it were. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, my word. Uh, so we just finished off our uh, the Art of Labor series mm-hmm. on Sunday. Um, four weeks on work and a vocation and uh, the futility of work and what you should do in, in spite of all of that. Um, and uh, on Sunday, we talked about one of the seven deadly sins as it relates to work, acedia, or better known as probably sloth for most people, um, which we tried to really convey was not like the lack of energy to do stuff or, uh, you know, I have a tendency to go through Taco Bell drive-through or whatever. That's that. I think that's what we kind of categorize as sloth, mm-hmm. like just inaction and obese or whatever. Um, and it's not necessarily well. It's not that at all. That that can be a factor of what it it is. But basically, it's just not caring and and being indifferent and not really motivated to move and do anything um, in terms of my duty or my responsibilities. Um, uh, I just don't, I, I, it's, uh, Dorothy Sayers had the quote, I love nothing, but I hate nothing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm like in completely passive. I mean, that's probably the word that is, is more uh, likely passive. Uh, and, and we had a question, a, a comment come in from, from Brian from, uh, an Eastlegger and she texted you or messaged mm-hmm. you or did something. I don't, I don't know, but the, the difference between, uh, acedia and apathy and apathy uh, I, I don't know that there's like all that much of a difference. I was trying to think about it as, as and I'd love to hear your thoughts on it too. Um, and she's shaking her head like I have no thoughts. <laughs> I just asked keep, you because I wanted your on. thoughts. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, I I would think that um, I would think that apathy is probably more. I mean, I'd have to think about it a little bit further. But apathy being this is a kind of neutral a neutral scenario where I'm not really expected to have any duty obligations. Um, and so therefore I don't, and I would think that some that Acedia would probably play into, you should probably have an opinion on this and you don't. Um, so I'm apathetic towards, mm. uh, the mayor. Do, do you not agree? Not really. Okay. I mean, cause I feel like apathy is like, you probably should have an opinion on this and you're not, 
So like we, if you're apathetic to a, uh, pathos is is feeling right. Yeah. So ah pathos a, apathy yeah, okay. is I'm without feeling. Yeah. Which is kind of a piece of a CDS. So maybe that just falls under the category yeah. of it. But I could still do something. I could still take action on something and not have any feeling for it. That's I could still true. buy my wife flowers, even though like we're not. Uh, you know, it's not romantic. It's not a romantic gesture. This is what husbands are supposed to do on Mother's Day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm apathetic about the feeling of doing this. There's no emotion associated with this. Um, whereas a CD would be perhaps apathy plus I don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't do the flowers. Yeah. Because uh, I don't care. And you're like, well, you should do it. This is what your wife expects. You know, this mm-hmm. is what uh, mo- wives expect or moms expect on Mother's Day. Well, I don't care what moms expect on Mother's Day. Like, I don't have a duty or obligation to uh, her, or, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, that sort of. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that doesn't benefit me. That well, makes more sense yeah. the way you described it right there. Okay, good. The apathy is like the lack of feeling, but you still do the action, and the cedia is like you don't even do the action. Right, <laughs> and I don't care part. that yeah. it offends people. Yeah, it's not my business. That's 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 their life. This is my life. Yeah. Um, and my my own choosing self is the most important piece uh, of the puzzle for me because yeah. I'm it, like life in a calculated way. That's what I I like that kind of language when I when I had that written down of. Um, you, we all know people who live calculated lives, right? Um, they like certain things and do certain things because out of calculations. And sometimes, sometimes they're really good at hiding that. Like you don't like some people are just obvious. Like I posted the pictures of the hashtag hustle people. Yeah. Like they're doing this calculated. Like when, when people take selfies at certain angles and then take twenty shots and delete nineteen of them and, and post <laughs> the one, that's calculated, right? Mm-hmm. But that's obvious calculations. Then you've you've met some people, you've been friends for a long a long time, or or your acquaintances for a while, and they seem very very genuine for a long time. And then something comes out, and you realize, oh, there's like, there's something there. Like I I get that I didn't f- it didn't feel calculative in the moment, but looking back on it now with new information that I have, um, I can see how that would be very calculating, yeah. and that can be good or bad. You can be like, it's really smart from them, like, good for you for thinking ahead on on some things. Um, but it can also be very negative, especially when it's manipulative or it takes advantage of others or or whatever else. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I think that I, idea of their entire life is is calculative. It's that's characteristic of them. They do that in every area of life. Because I think sometimes you can uh, even categorize or um, what's the right word? Compartmentalize calculating stuff. Like I can be very calculating in business, but like not with my home life, it's like, I'm like straight up, this is who I am as a husband and as a dad. Um, and that's fine. Like you're, you're a good, like you should be calculative as a business person to some degree. Mm-hmm. You should be smart about how you do this. And, um, and we respect those who do that. Uh, but when, when it, when it bleeds over into like, now I'm just, I'm just a calculative person. It's just, it's just uh, ubiquitous throughout every arena of my life. Um, then I, I can see where it would become a little bit hairy. Yeah. So yeah, you got some notes. I see some things written down there. What do you got? I don't remember now what I wrote. Oh. A lot of the, some of this is my say something interesting. Oh, okay, got it, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, um, I was. I think some of the things that stood out to me were, um, like when you were talking about, uh, let's say, the idea of that kind of. I was thinking about it last night. The idea of the difference between our earthly work and our heavenly work, even on Earth. So, uh, if you call yourself a Christian, there's work that you do on this earth that isn't necessarily like religious or meaningful, I guess, in its outward appearance. But that doesn't mean you don't also have heavenly work that you're called to. Um, me, by that, I mean like building relationship and 
um, having like loving others and uh, com- like uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, carrying yourself in a way that just like shows Christ to other people. And so, yes, that's not like your work can be. I pick up garbage all day every day, and that doesn't necessarily have some sort of long-term meaningful heavenly purpose to it but you have a you also if you call yourself a christian have a heavenly work that you've been called to and so like even in so going back to that piece of like whatever you do do it for as unto the lord like we are working for a different purpose when we're working as christians and so that i just wanted to kind of bring it back to that because that's kind of the piece that um sticks with me the most and I think that's important and for people who don't necessarily have some sort of like obviously purposeful work that they do I think it's important to remember that it's not just what you're doing but it's but more importantly it's how you're doing it and you yeah you need to make money and live in this earth and provide for your family and do all those things but that doesn't change like we've all been called to the same purpose in terms of loving each other and caring for one another and being Christ-like in the world. So, yeah, that was kind of one of the pieces. Yes, that was it. Okay. So, and then I, so it made me think of my um, grandma who passed away now almost 10 years ago now. And she was like a stay-at-home mom, did secretary work for my grandpa's business. And she would not say her life was meaningful in any way, shape, or form. I like you, she wouldn't have said that. Yeah. But at her funeral, when she died at 84, she had over 300 people there. Yeah, it's awesome. And like probably 20 people stood up to talk and every single one of them talked about how she impacted their life and how she had made meaning for them and how she had loved them and cared about them. And she probably had no awards from work on her shelf, on her home. None. Uh, And no, you know, accolades or there's no buildings named after her, schools named after her, you know. But she made a difference. Yeah, yeah. And she was Christ in this world. And so it's like, it's that it's that point of, okay, your work doesn't seem meaningful or your work isn't going to end up with some something at the end. But you can still live your life and do your work for Christ and right. for God and in a way that makes meaning for other people, yeah. whether you hear it or see it or, or not. Yeah. So. How'd you feel about that John Coltrane story at the end of the the talk about being able to walk away and say, now you dismiss? I mean, you've, you and I, we're old enough now that we've probably had and left a few jobs. Mm-hmm. And there'd be some jobs where you're like, good riddance, I'm done with this thing. Yeah. There'd be some jobs where you're like, I probably didn't leave on like the best of terms. Like I could have, I could have done more or, you know, hey, it was just a time thing or whatever. Uh, but I'm sure you've had a job probably at some point where you've kind of walked away and said, I did it like for that season. Mm-hmm. That was what I was called to do. And I think I did it to the best of my ability. And, you know, I wipe my hands clean or wash my hands clean of this, but like, it's not in a bad way. It's just yeah. like seasons changing. I'm actually right there. Yeah. Cause you're, yeah, that's true. You're, yeah. you're transitioning. You're finishing up this after school program. You're finishing up some schooling, yep. trying to get into uh, a science uh, as a t- science teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that changes things. You're going from, you know, post-school yeah. activities towards in towards more immersion into the and school. And like, district. this is so, um, 21st century, I work for a 21st century grant and we get five years of money for sure. Yeah. And, um, so this is the end of our grant cycle and I like, you know, I've been there for three of the five years and this year I've seen 
like like we met attendance goals like some of the just like extrinsic things that we mark like where I noticed accomplishment in and then just like in relationally I've really seen I don't know like this is one of the jobs I've had where I feel like it fits me really well and I've been very successful at it and done it really well and I feel like I can walk away and say I did that and I learned and I grew and I was successful and I like built a starting point for hopefully more growth within programs like that at the school and like I I'm right there but well all you just described that's because that's, I am. that's what I feel like I walked away from yesterday at the end going oh, I probably should have clarified that more because I don't want you to think that this is all just about retirement then at your <laughs> retirement party you get to be like okay uh, you know now you can dismiss I think that you you probably will probably have a dozen of those healthy experiences where maybe it maybe it's a volunteer you volunteer somewhere for a couple of years um, you attend a church somewhere for a couple of years and then when you leave it's not like I'm leaving you know with both fingers in the air I'm I'm leaving going I did what I needed to do and that was the season I was in and I I, I know that within my heart I did everything uh, within my power to to do this as honestly and as as efficiently and as productively as possible for these last for this season but that there's a there's a lid nobody expected you to stay in a in a post uh you know uh, school program mm -hmm. for the rest of your life as your career um uh, that was a stepping stone to be able to do the things you need to do to mm -hmm. get to where you want to be right mm -hmm. and um but that doesn't mean that so this what this can do this can validate those roles too like even because there's probably uh, I don't know what the percentage of the audience listening to this podcast would be. Would say I'm in that I'm in a stepping stone. This is not what I want to do for my career. This is I don't want to be known as the person who did this for 50 years or 40 years, or whatever. I totally get that. So, yeah. so, but this kind of validates that. This this speaks to but serve the work anyways. Even though it's probably not the thing that you're going to put on your resume long term. You oh, know this is I mean? for sure something well, I'm putting on my sorry. resume. It's going on your resume, <laughs> but it's it's in order to get something yeah. different, you know what I yeah. mean? So it's yeah. a, it, like, and I definitely went into this job with the mentality of I'm going to, this is not forever, mm -hmm. but I think I see a lot of potential for education and growth and like professional development within this job. And I'm going to take everything I can out of it. And I have, and it has been so rewarding because of that attitude about it. Yeah. So, because I remember, so one of my first jobs ever was uh, bussing tables at uh, Olive Garden. I think I've talked about that before, this yeah. before on the podcast. And I remember uh, I, I thought that they should move me up to server faster than they thought they should move me up to server. <laughs> um, and so then summertime came and I was like, I had two jobs at the time. I was doing tables as well at another spot. Uh, but they were kind of moving me up to server and, and the, it was at the Doubletree in Pasco. It's now Redline. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um but uh, I just remember like not leaving Olive Garden on the best terms in terms of going to my supervisor, explaining the situation. He's like, "Well, we're, it's not you know, it's not happening." And I said, "Well, then I'm I think I need to be done." And he's like, "Okay." And he was fine. Like he wasn't. I told him, I, I, "Like I think I'm. I think I don't want to just. I'm just not going to show up for the next shift." You know what I mean? <laughs> and and he was like, I was like 16 or 17 at the time. No, yeah, 17 or 18. Anyway, because I was trying to be a server, so I must have been 18 at least, because mm -hmm. I think you have to be 18 to serve alcohol there. Um, uh, and uh, he was like, I, I totally get it. I do the same thing. So he was he was fine with it, <laughs> like me walking away, but I definitely yeah. didn't feel like I could just like 
walk into Olive Garden for like a year. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not leave there well. Yeah. I did not leave there as like, a, I've washed my hands and I've done everything that I possibly could here. That would be one of the jobs where you're like, no, that was that was a joke. Yeah. And for sure. I Whatever. for sure had those jobs as well. Oh, yeah. You're like, and didn't I probably didn't have well. my first job that I left well until I was working for my dad as a youth pastor. And I think, I think even, I think there I, I did, even though I, I think I overstayed my welcome even probably by a year. <laughs> yeah. I probably could have left a year earlier and still felt, felt the same way. Yeah. So there's, there's all kinds of like, I don't know, yeah. you kind of know the writings on the wall and you just make that. You're like, that I'm not ready to transition. Yeah, yet. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Good. Well, I, I, uh, my hope and my prayer is that you are in a job where you can see the fruit of your labor and, uh, that it's, it's, it, you feel it. You don't have to be talked into it. Like I, all I'm saying is stuff that you're like, doesn't everybody already, like, why do we need to talk about this? Like I, um, I, my dream would be that I would get a lot of like comments on the cards afterwards. Like, I'm good. Like, we don't need to talk about this. Why are we talking about work? As someone who reads the cards, that was not the comments. Not the comments, right? Um, because then I'd be like, good. But we don't yeah. need to talk about comments this Comments, right? Again. This is so relevant. I I'm going believe, through so much of yeah. this in my life right I, now. I quit my job. I literally had somebody, I quit my job this week because your message. I literally, when I said that ah. in the service, I was like, oh, man, I don't know how. I, are we listening to the same thing? Yeah. Did I say, I got to go back and listen to my stuff. What am I saying? Um, but. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's fun. Good. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that'll do it for that series. We are going to start a brand new series called Trust Issues. Um, not this upcoming Sunday. We've got a guest speaker this Sunday. Blaine Charette is in town, my uh, professor, mm -hmm. uh, friend. And uh, we're so we're excited about that. He's going to do East Lake U on Friday night. He's doing Saturday night uh, patio chats with me and speaking twice on Sunday. So we're working the whole yeah. time that he's here. Um, he's going to have no voice when he goes yeah, home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go back to the office or the classroom on monday actually no i'm sure he's probably done because it's summer i don't know if he's doing summer school anyways yeah. uh so f find one of those to plug into come hang out with blaine this weekend because he's awesome and uh then we'll start trust issues the following week which is going to be a series on on money but let's jump into our say yeah. something interesting what do you yeah. got for us this week megan i got a story about ladybugs ladybugs <laughs> ladybugs are currently ruining my hops plants that oh. i'm trying to grow on my lattice work are you right sure by it's not patio. aphids and you need more ladybugs i cannot see ladybugs any aphids. Eat aphids yeah they don't eat hops plants are you um, are you sure i'm pretty sure they eat okay. just bugs then i have an aphid but problem. i could be wrong so maybe i need tell me more about ladybugs so then i know if i need to go get because you can buy them, right? You can like buy yeah. ladybugs in like little packages I've you seen can them before. but they don't always stay in your yard because ladybugs are territorial Okay. Just FYI. Well, That's not what I, my story I'm not about expecting them all. to stay there. If they have wings and legs, <laughs> I'm not surprised if they go elsewhere. Uh, yeah. My kid would go elsewhere if he could, if, yeah. if the gate's left open and we're not careful. Um, so this story come uh, earlier this month in Southern California, someone in their National Weather Service saw a like a radar blob that looked like a rain, like a pretty significantly sized rain shower, but they weren't predicting any sort of yeah, no clouds. cloud cover yeah. or anything. And so they called one of their weather spotters, which side note, how do I become a weather spotter and how much money does it? Yeah. Tell me <laughs> because out in the mountains, just hang out and watch. Yeah. For stuff. And then people call you randomly and you get to go drive around and see what the weather is doing. That's not bad. Um, it sounds like an awesome side like gig. A California job. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I would assume it's some sort of farmer like, 
situation and they get probably anyway but anyway so they called one of their weather spotters to go check out the situation turns out it was a swarm of ladybugs that was so dense it showed up on the wet radar as light rain wow and it was about 10 miles wide and a mile up and i got this story from npr strange news because that's my fave and they, so in the mountains in California, that's one of the um, breeding grounds of ladybugs, or maybe not breeding, but one of their um, places that they uh, migrate to and from. And so they think that, and then ladybugs will, depending on weather and stuff in the summer, they'll migrate from lower valley areas up into the mountains more. And so they think that whatever triggers like start that process just all kind of happened at the same time for a bunch of ladybugs. And that's why they all went at the same time. But yeah, it was crazy. I was like, what? It looked like a rain, like, and they have a picture of the radar and it looks like a rain shower, Yeah, but it's ladybugs. That's uh, I need, I need like a handful of those. I don't need a whole (laughs) swarm in my yard, but I need a handful of them. So we'll make that thing happen. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. See if we can get a picture of those, and then we'll. Okay. Post it yeah. Whatever. I but. can post the link. Okay. Uh, and mine is a podcast episode thing called the Rewatchables through the Ringer Network. Have you ever heard of the no. Rewatchables? Basically, what they do is find old movies and rewatch them, and then talk about them as if they had just came out. <laughs> and they're all like fun, awesome. Like they did Goodwill Hunting not too uh, long okay. ago. Uh, and right now they're in a 1999 kick. So they are doing a series of movies that came out in 1999. Any guesses on some classic movies from 1999? Was like 10 Things I Hate About You in 1999? Mm, was that earlier? That's not one of the ones they're doing, uh, okay. but I don't know. I don't know then. Office Space. Uh, Remember Office mm-hmm, Space? Mm-hmm. Love that one. TPS reports. When are those TPS reports coming? <laughs> uh, Dead Poets Society. They just oh. did both of those two. Uh, and then coming this week is The Matrix. Oh. So uh, there, it's a fun, it's fun podcast. I like the, I like Bill Simmons. I like Ringer stuff in general. Uh, and these are all movies. I was, uh, I was born in '83, so I was 16 at the time when mm-hmm. all of these came out. So these are like the highlight of what, your sophomore, junior year in high mm-hmm. school when you have nothing but time on your hands and you're going to movies and you're watching all of these. And, I mean, I remember, I remember like, The Matrix was, like, a coming of age. Like, oh, my gosh, it's, it's rated R, but it's, like, so awesome. It's, like, <laughs> the best mind-blowing movie mm-hmm. ever and all the special effects mm-hmm. and best-selling DVD of all time, all that kind of crap. Yeah. Um, so, uh, anyways, kind of an entertaining, if you want to be nostalgic like me and and – you go uh, play arcade games at Level Up Arcade, and you watch and listen to the rewatchables, <laughs> and just can't get past being a '90s kid or '80s kid or yep. whatever. That's uh, that's the way to go. So, check those uh, check those things out. Check out Level Up Arcade. Uh, it's above the uh, Porter's Barbecue over there. Um, that's a fun spot. We did a, a fun thing there not too long ago, and then listen to the podcast in your drive there. Yeah, and you'll have a good time. And <laughs> then. What, what we, I'm trying to think what you'd go out for afterwards, like Frosties or or, or blizzards. Uh, what what uh, would you what do we eat as what do we eat as kids? I, I mean, it would be like um, a blizzards. I don't know. Yeah, I still maybe. eat those. Those are still out there. I don't uh, know. Do do whatever. Buy a pack of baseball cards <laughs> and chew the gum. That's what you should do. <laughs> uh, that'd be awesome. All right, uh, that'll do it for this yeah. week's episode of Say Something Interesting. Uh, as I mentioned, we've got a patio chat Sunday night or Saturday night, excuse me, uh, with Dr. Charette. We'd love to have you out for that. More information on that as well as all of the different events that we do are on our community marketplace page, 
www.eastlaketricities.com slash marketplace. I also mentioned on Sunday, and I'll close with one more final announcement, uh, that uh, our Drinks for Drinks posters are, are, are finally here. Uh, so we're starting the advertising, uh, advertising out there. We've got uh, confirmed uh, four different breweries. We're, it's just the, like everything's coming together. We had a great meeting this last week uh, with like a bunch of moving parts, and we're super excited about it. Uh, one of the things I didn't mention on Sunday is that we are doing a live – no, excuse me, not a live – I mean, silent it'll auction. be there. It'll be a silent auction mm-hmm. uh, taking place in the early childhood room on that evening. I think that's a good addition. Yeah, it'll be a great addition. Something mm-hmm. for uh, to raise a little bit more money. Mm-hmm. And it is also an opportunity for um, other people uh, in our church community and in the community at large to participate mm-hmm. in a way that is like, I can't write you a check, but here's a $25 gift card to my business or whatever. So yeah. I was given the role of mentioning that on Sunday, if you're interested in participating in that silent auction and have an item that you would like to uh, donate, then uh, help us out, which would be awesome. Uh, and as a reminder, 100% of everything that comes in as a result of that goes directly to Charity Water um, for clean water projects in developing countries. We don't know exactly, no, they can't commit to which country we're working with. Mm-hmm. They don't do that until after the money's all in and they distribute it out. But um, if you uh, participate in that, we'll hook you up with some free tickets for Drinks for Drinks. Uh, to be able to come and, ex- and experience that, and you'll know that you're donating to a worthy cause uh, for a great event that is going to be just a, a ton of fun. So, yeah. anyways, uh, if you are interested in donating an item for our silent auction, uh, email me brennadieslaketricities.com. I'll connect you with Amy. Amy's the one who Amy Morris is the one who's kind of leading that together. But we'll make it happen. Thanks, awesome. guys, for listening. Have a great rest of your week, and yeah. uh, stay cool out there. Drink lots of water. Give me a hot one. See ya. Bye.